Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. This is the press coverage show on Monday. Changing the format, we're going to do a deep dive into one topic in 15 minutes. Joining me to do so, Tyler Sullivan, a.k.a. Sully. What's up, buddy? What's going on? How are you doing? Shout out to, I'm doing good. Shout out to, enough of the pleasantries. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to, uh, shout out to Robert Sala for coming out and saying about 15 minutes ago. Like basically, we were planning on doing this show around the idea of whether or not Zach Wilson should be benched. And now Robert Sala has told reporters after saying that it was dog bleep, the performance by the Jets in the second half when they had two total yards is now coming out and leaving the door open. The idea that Zach Wilson could get benched. Everything needs to be evaluated. When you put up 100 yards of offense, I don't care how good New England is, and they are good, it's unacceptable. That's not NFL football. Everything is being talked about. Robert Sala via at SNY Jets when being asked on going from committal to non-committal on Zach Wilson. Let me ask you this, Sully. Do you think that Robert Sala's approach here is the correct one? Yes. It's, it's very much the correct approach because if you think about it the other way, if he was firmly committing to Zach Wilson and you are where you are right now, which is a fringe playoff team, and your demise is the quarterback, the rest of that locker room is going to look at you sideways and say, hey, listen, why are you committing to this guy? Why are you not putting us in the best position to succeed? Because he's clearly not the guy. And this could be a scenario, not that he would lose his job, but could you lose the locker room where it's like, hey, you're clearly not putting us in a position to win because this guy, by the naked eye, has nothing to do with winning football at this point right now. So why is he still our starting quarterback? How much of the possible decision to bench Zach Wilson, or at least to put Zach, or to put Zach Wilson on notice that he could be benched, do you think involves Zach Wilson's extremely tone deaf and extremely uh, idiotic response when being asked if he felt like he let the defense down by scoring three points on Sunday against the Patriots, his simple response was no, no. And like, I, like how much, I mean, how big a part do you think that played in this? I, I think it's huge. I think it's, I think that part of this by Robert Sala is you need a little bit of, you know, kind of got to slap him around a little bit to see if he's humbled, see if he can kind of actually 
not be so immature. I mean, you can even go back to the previous Patriots game, too, where it was not a great showing by him, multiple turnovers, the reason why they lost. And when they're asking him about, about it after the game, he's just saying, oh, well, we'll see him in a couple of weeks. Like, it's like they, cl- they lost a close game, and it was, you know, just a flip of a coin. It was directly because of him. And again, you fast forward a few weeks against your division rival, here's another situation where you are losing football games directly because of the quarterback. So I think part of it is the response and there needs to be a sort of growing up period here for Zach Wilson or else he's going to lose his job pretty quickly. Uh, Adam Levitan of established the run friend of the pod. Maybe Evan Silva has been on. I can't remember if Levitan has or not. Um, Zach Wilson has some stats. Zach Wilson this season among 35 qualifying quarterbacks, 35th in completion percentage, 34th in touchdown rate, 24th in yards per pass attempt, 26th in QBR. He also adds first in milf hunting, which is amusing, but uh, not not related to uh, necessarily anything uh, on the field. Um, Our Doug Clawson of our research team pointed out that Zach Wilson and Jamarcus Russell have eerily similar performances over the first 20 career starts. Wilson, passer rating 70.7. Jam Jam, 70.6. Wilson, passing touchdown to interceptions, 13 to 16. Jam Jam, 15 to 13. Ouch, Zach. Completion percentage, Wilson, 55.6. Jam Jam, 52.1. I hope it's okay. I'm calling him Jam Jam. Yards per pass attempt, 6.3 for Zach Wilson, 6.2 for Jamarcus. Wins, wins and losses, 8 and 12 and 6 and 14. As tweeted out by our uh, CBS Sports NFL and CBS Twitter handle, uh, Doug Clawson also tweeted out that he flipped him and he made it look where it says Russell Wilson, which I think uh, confused some people or maybe it was an incredible troll. Uh, either way, it is very clear that, like, I th- I think to the point about Zach Wilson coming out and saying no, that it, you know you saw people like Jeff uh, Jeff Schwartz, uh, former offensive lineman, who said that that's not going to go over well in the locker room. We saw. Uh, his teammates liking tweets, criticizing what he said. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't know the best way to, that he could have said it because you, you could come in like if instead of no, and alternately maybe less bad idea would have been like, yeah. And I think Mac Jones would tell you the same thing. I mean, like, I mean, like if the, the, the good way to say it is be like, yes, of course they held right. the Patriots to three points and we couldn't score more than three. You know, our offense managed three points and we lost. In, you know, granted, tough conditions, tough defense, going up against Bill Belichick. But, you know, you see, um, you know, Robert Griffin pointed out uh, seven hours ago that Zach Wilson saying no to a question about whether or not he let the defense down after only scoring three points and throwing for 77 yards was a straw that broke the camel's back. And it's entirely possible. Um, and, yeah, like, just just looking at – looking like, anybody who's been around this league for a long time, has covered this league – has played football, has played a, any like like team sport. Knows that when you when you didn't, like when you you clearly were the problem out there. You know you hear other guys like, um, I'm sorry, didn't somebody own up to it? Like recently, they're like, I didn't. We weren't good enough on offense. You know, we have to be better. You hear veteran quarterbacks say, I mean, Aaron Rodgers said it. Like I I missed a bunch of throws. Like that's probably why we lost. Um, you don't you don't throw your defense under the bus, uh, Rich Samini. Hearing this morning, there's a lot of raw feelings amongst Jets defensive players. Clearly, Zach Wilson's post-game accountability or lack thereof didn't sit well. I mean, what an egregious move by him to say that because I think Robert Sala probably has his back even today if he doesn't do that. Right. If there's a little bit of humility to say, hey, listen, I need to be better, like exactly like you're saying. And I mean, you look at the stats, CBS, our, our CBS research, research team has another piece to this too, and it – 
It's Zach Wilson's 5-2 and record-wise, but he has the second-worst passer rating in the NFL this season at 72.6. The passer rating tells you the real story. The record is everything else going great around him. And I said this yesterday on, on HQ. They have a roster ready to go. This team is talented enough to make the playoffs and be a plucky team when you get in there. They play great defense. They, When everybody's healthy, can run the football. They have a solid coaching staff. Their receivers are good. The most important position in the sport, though, is your biggest weakness. So that's going to lose you so many games in the NFL, and it's going to immediately take you out of postseason contention and even that conversation nine times out of ten, probably ten times out of ten. And the fact that we're seeing him him not playing well is one story. And, again, that happens. Sometimes you know you just have bad weeks or whatever. And you need time to develop. I, I did see one of these stats, and again, I don't. I'm not equating Zach Wilson to Josh Allen, but Wilson has had the worst completion percentage of the last two seasons. The last quarterback to be dead last in completion percentage in back-to-back seasons was Josh Allen in 2018 and 2019. But during Josh Allen's development, even during those struggles, you could see the flashes. You could see the maturity with him. We're seeing none of that with Zach Wilson. It feels like this is a total, total miss by the New York Jets, when now we're looking across the NFL and seeing what Justin Fields is doing for the Chicago Bears, even sure. if they had Mac Jones right now, who are quarterbacks that went after him. Trey Lance, obviously, we haven't seen yet really play, but he was a guy that went after Zach Wilson here. You pick any one of those quarterbacks, I think you're having a better result, and you're surprisingly competing this season in the NFL. Um, just to, you know, so just so we're not completely burying Zach Wilson. And look, I've said repeatedly that I don't think the Jets should be bench Zach Wilson. The, and, and I'm not saying I can't change my mind. Like, I, I'm Robert Hall is allowed to do it. I'm allowed to do it. I think part of it before this, before the, the, the post game presser thing is that, you know, you are the Jets and the Giants to me both found themselves in accelerated timelines where, they were sort of building for maybe 2023, hoping that you get, um, you know, whether you, you're drafting a new quarterback and, and, and Daniel Jones is gone or whether it's just that Zach Wilson's third year maybe takes a leap forward like we saw with Josh Allen. Not not that big, we don't think. But, you know, the that essentially because they were found themselves in the mix of a playoff race 10-plus weeks into the season, it suddenly becomes, okay, we have to – like, like what, what is the goal here? Is the goal to make the playoffs in 2022? Because it's tough. You have competing interest, right? Like Robert Sala and Joe Douglas need to develop Zach Wilson, hopefully, or but they also need to make the play. Like you make the playoffs and you build up some goodwill for yourself. Absolutely. When it comes to your job, so it, it is. It is like a difficult spot in, in that sense. Um, Robert Sala. I saw one more quote from Robert Sala. I think I lost it. Oh, uh, here we go. Okay, uh, this is from uh, Zach Zach Blatt on Twitter. Zach Rosenblatt uh, covers the Jets for the Athletic said that um, on the way Zach Wilson handled himself post-game, I do think he's the ultimate competitor. He wants to win as much as anybody. It means so much to him. Can he be better in front of you guys? Yeah, of course he can, but I don't think it's indicative of how he feels. Like, I, I think that's a fair state. Like, and then I go back to this Daniel, uh, Daniel Jeremiah tweet where he said, a couple things can be true. And, you know, uh, DJ said, Zach Wilson didn't play well. Okay, first half, terrible second half. Had zero run game and played against a really good defense in less than ideal weather. New England offense had a run game produced same point, point total. Dumb answer in the post game. That that is a fair take. Like all of those things can be mutually exclusive, but the reality is Zach Wilson didn't play well, and if he keeps playing poorly, 
and the Jets can't win because of that. You have to decide, are we, what's our, what's the long-term, what is the goal here, short-term and long-term? And like, what's most important for the team? And I'll tell you this too. I mean, as much as, yeah, we're, we're reacting to how we feel, I guess, about Zach Wilson's post-game comments and all of that, but it's not really about us. It's about the rest of the guys in that locker room and the things that we're hearing and what's being reported on is that they're getting the stink eye from all of that. They're the one, the worm is turning in their minds about that. So it doesn't really matter what me and you think. I mean, that's, we're just, we're just talking about it. It's what the rest of that locker room feels and it's what that coaching staff feels. And I think what we're seeing right now with Robert Sala, at least keeping the door open about maybe moving on from Zach Wilson or putting him to the bench at this point resonates and it says okay it's not just what we're what what we're what we're interpreting from a post-game press conference where he may or may not have said the right thing it's that and how the locker room who sees him behind those closed doors is interpreting that and saying yeah that's kind of mirroring what we're seeing back here and and what are we actually doing at this position right now and it also says a reason that robert sala a uh defensive-minded coach has you know, like has, and I don't know, like I'm not, I don't know names, names like whether it's CJ Mosley, whether it's Sauce Gardner, whatever it is, like Quentin Williams, guys um, that he feels that guys that feel comfortable talking to him on the defensive side of the ball and guys that would want to speak up to speak to him and say, Hey coach, look like that, that really didn't sit well. Like we're like, we're talking, you know, cause you know, especially these days, I mean, it's always been like this, but now like, like there's a, I'm sure there's a, there's a probably a defensive backs uh, text thread and there's probably a defensive, you know, you have these, these guys are clearly on the defensive side of the ball talking about what he said. And so if you're Robert Sala, to your point, Sully, you can't allow, you can't lose your locker room or your defense because you are just going to let Zach Wilson do whatever he wants. There has to be accountability for the lack of accountability in the post-game presser. And maybe that's something he needs to learn to be better. It's definitely something he needs to learn to be better at. Uh, Robert Sala just said it. Um, But I think by opening it up and saying everything's on the table, you then you then essentially have a what amounts to a week long tryout. Like, all right, everyone, who's who's playing the best? Who's going to give us the best chance to win? You know, a football game. And I believe they play on Sunday, right? They do play on Sunday. Yeah, they yeah. play the Bears on Sunday at one o'clock. A, a massive game. Massive. You're getting Trevor Simeon because Justin Fields is not going to play. If you win that game, you find yourself at seven and four, and you're right. You were you were right there in the hunt. For, the, for an AFC wildcard spot or maybe even the division if everything broke right and things got crazy. I don't think that's the case. But coming up afterwards, they're on the road against the Vikings and on the road against the Bills. Like, if they want to salvage this season and try to make a playoff run, if that's what they want to do, they have to win on Sunday. And so if Robert Sala can't just say, well, we're going with Zach Wilson for sure, and this is why it makes sense to open it up because you want to say, who gives us the best chance to win? I'm going to play the guy that gives us the best chance to win. and. I mean, I, I think I agree with that stance, even if I think you want to have as you know, you want to give Zach Wilson as many reps as possible to develop because clearly he was raw coming out of college. Yeah, and I, I guess that that's true. I just in and, and maybe I'm a little bit early on it. It just feels like it feels like it's not gonna work. You, you and Wilson and Breach to a certain extent too, I think I've been saying like let's like you want I mean fine benching him three or four weeks ago. So it's like, what, what's, what's, what are we waiting on? It feels like it's over. It really does. And it doesn't, and, and I'm up here in new England and you know, they drafted a quarterback in the same draft and they're doing the same sort of timeline. I don't know if Mac Jones is the guy either, but at least he's not costing me games. He's somewhat keeping them afloat, kind of middling and just, 
he's just kind of a game manager and he's just kind of going through the motions. I don't think he's losing them games. I think there's other things that are in there. Zach Wilson's losing this team games. And when you are in a season where the Buffalo Bills, at least right now, are a little bit vulnerable. They're not this juggernaut that we've seen. Like the division's up for grabs. You have wins against Miami and Buffalo already this season. As much as we say, oh, the the timeline is a little bit accelerated. Yeah, that's true. But you're only going to get so many cracks at this. Josh Allen and the Bills are going to get right. And if 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 it if Miami's what they are right now, they're going to be a team that's always in contention in, in this division for a long time. And Belichick's taking it around too. So yeah, that, that's a fair point. You hadn't had many of these, and you build us to both have a lot of street cred uh, with ownership, and with the, you know, with 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 you, a lot of job security, and with your locker room if you're willing to take those chances. I think I'll handicap. It. We'll get out of here on this. I'll handicap it saying, I think I think it's like 33 percent on all three guys. Like I think I think Zach Wilson can. If, if Zach Wilson comes out and plays well and is accountable for his actions, I think he'll get the start. But I think we have a short leash coming up in week 12. All right, that'll do it for our press coverage show. Thanks for watching. For Sully, I'm Britson. We will see you guys later.